When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Let's get into the social club uh, and make sure you continue to send in uh, questions because right up until Christmas, we are giving away a Dometic fridge freezer every single week with an ice maker as well. We're so. giving three away already, Pat. We I think we've got seven left uh, in, uh, Seven left as of today, so we're going to have a lucky winner that you'll announce in a minute or two. So some great prizes. The first question, this isn't the winner, but the first question. Jonathan Escott, when chasing snapper, do you need burly on the bottom using a burly bucket or do you use throw cubes to float down your unweighted baits? Uh, good question. Now, today's show is going to be based about that with Red's review, but you've ruined that for me, so I'm going to have to do it Do it now, basically. You give us a little teaser. We'll give us a little teaser. All right. When you're chasing snapper, I'm not a massive burly guy for them. Now, what I mean by that is during or well, last week, I had a crazy session on them. I landed 20-plus fish in the matter of an hour and a half, and I didn't really throw any burly in. I mean, if I had a, the odd something sitting in my bait board, I might have thrown in. So you're looking to sound them up first, all right? Yep. Find, find ground where either they've typically been before or you're looking for that sort of the right structure to, that attracts them. Yeah, so the sonar, using the sonar on the mud uh, to find, locate one or two fish. And this is what I was, was going to say is it depends how I'm fishing and where I'm fishing. If I'm fishing on that structure, and I mark, which I was, and I mark up a lot of fish on that structure, I don't want to feed it too hard because then the pinkies will come out and I'm sitting just... Grass. Yeah, just everything that lives on there. Banjos, like you'd be shocked at what lives around structure. Rays, eagle rays, uh, little flathead. And so when I'm actually burling on these wrecks or dumps as you as they're called in Port Phillip Bay, I'm actually off them. So I'm not sitting with my baits on top of them. I'm sitting off them and casting around it. So I'm trying to drag those bigger fish out. But if I start to burly, you drag those. I find you drag the smaller fish out. So I want to be off the off the wreck, and you'll mark them up. And I posted a photo during the week of my Garmin with the sounder. There was no wreck in the picture. I marked fish all around it and off it, and they were the bigger fish. And all the fish we caught were three to six and a half kilo, beautiful fish. But I know if you got on top of it, the pinkies are going to give me grief. Yep. But back to the question: whether you use uh, uh, your burly bucket or whatnot. Floating down in Port Phillip Bay, minimal tidal flow. Flo- throwing your cubes in will work if very well. That'll fall to the bottom, no dramas, depending on how deep you are. If you're in 20, you might look at using a secret weapon, which is, I'm not going to say what it looks like, but it's a red tube that opens up and drops burly down to the bottom. And it uh, looks like a pleasure toy. <laughs> a pleasure toy. And it, uh, it catches your snapper, that's why. And it opens up and drops <laughs> the burly down to the bottom. That works really well. And I use that offshore in that 30 plus meters of water, where in the bay, you're often fishing 12. Um, 12. Is that your alarm going off? No, I don't know why my alarm's. So I've got a new phone. I haven't even set an alarm on it, so I don't know how that hey, happens. She's, she's an early rise every Saturday morning. My mistake. I must, have, I must have snoozed it. My apologies. <laughs> But it um, like you would have been late to work this morning. 
I would have been well and truly like That's throwing you, hasn't it? Yeah, no, I'm going. No, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> throwing your pilly cubes in offshore isn't going to work in that depth of 30 plus meters. That red rocket will get you down to the bottom. You can use a lead burly cage, which will also get you down to the bottom. But having that finer mist come out more is my whiting sort of technique, where it actually burlies out of the burlies out of the cage, and you're, you're feeding the smaller fish that mist rather than the cubes. You don't want to be cubing for whiting. They're eating chunks of it and they're going away, not hungry. Where the snapper, you can cut up. 20 or 30 pillies and fan it out and you can have the fish come in. And, and some people burly very hard for snapper. It's each to their own. This is how I do it. If I'm on the mud, on, the, in other hand, uh, on another hand, I like to fish with a little bit of burly. So if I'm on the mud and I mark two or three fish up, I will tend to filter burly in, but not until I've caught a fish. So I like to catch a fish straight away. I don't wait. And you know that there's no structure within you. Yeah, there's no structure, yeah. And don't get me wrong, you still have stuff come in, but... My number one rule for burling is catching a fish first. I don't fish on a mark for snapper much longer than 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I get there, I stand around, I mark fish, I anchor, and I might wait. As soon as I get one fish, I'll chuck a few handfuls of burling in if I'm on the mud. Structure, like I said before, I don't like to do it. Your secret weapon, they're around 30 to 40 bucks, depending on what tackle store you go to. They literally are a red cylinder that you can tie a sinker to the bottom. Drop it down to the bottom and it could catch yourself uh, some seriously good snapper. Chris Tarrant, I'm assuming this isn't the uh, former magpie left footer. <laughs> Aaron, when do you use a Paternoster rig versus a running sinker rig? Is it species-based or is it the amount of tide? Uh, good question. Now, a running, it's more to... The bigger the fish, the less I want to use your standard Paternoster. Now, what I mean by that is... For example, if I'm chasing, oh, there's so many different ways to look at this Paternoster rig. So, for example, if I'm fishing King George Whiting in Port Phillip Bay, I run a Paternoster rig, but it's an extended Paternoster. So my sinkers, so it goes braid to my leader, then a sinker loop, which, and then my my hook sits a meter behind that, so it lays on the ground. Your standard Paternoster for your snapper out in the ocean, I have my sinker on the bottom and my hook up the top with a squid ring on it. So, the bigger the fish, the gummies, for example, and in the tide. To avoid tangles, I then use a running rig. So the Western Port running rig in the tide at the South Channel when I'm fishing for gummies, I only use that. And that's to lay my baits out on the bottom, very similar to the whiting. But I'm not going to go ahead and just tie a whiting rig for a gummy. So what I mean by that is I'm not going to just tie a dropper onto my line for chasing a 25, 30 kilo gummy because that, that knot in that line is a weak spot. And I don't want to have that weak spot in the water. I want to have my, my, my braid to my shock leader, which is only about a meter and a half, which the running rig runs up and down, then which has your sinker on it, then to a swivel, and then your nice meter off the back of it, which has your bait on the on the end of it with a gamma hook 7.0 for, for a gummy. Yep. So it depends what you're chasing, where you're chasing, the size of the fish. That's a pretty broad question but the tide that you've you've said at the end of your question there is it species based or the amount of tide it's definitely both it just depends on where you're fishing and what you're fishing for but there's so many different styles of rigs out there but they 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 all work to catch yourself some fish if you fish them correctly at the right time and the right place if you've got a question for Aaron or I, make sure you shoot it into our Real Adventures social pages or better yet, download our app, ask a question and go into the draw every week. If you if your question is selected, you win yourself a Dometic fridge freezer. Uh, our winner this morning is Jonathan Escott. When chasing snapper, do you need to burly on the bottom using a burly bucket or do you throw cubes to float down your unweighted baits? Well done, Jono. You've won yourself a Dometic 
CFX, terrific result. They're about sixteen hundred bucks. So I think the uh, the wife will be happy going into Christmas. You'll be able to put those uh, the fish in the uh, the freezer, red, <laughs> and enjoy Christmas Day. Make sure you send us a message via our social media platforms or on the Real Adventures app, which you can listen to any podcast or any previous show that you'd like to catch up on. This is Real Adventures for BF Goodrich. BF Goodrich's $150 cashback offer. Visit bfgoodrich.com.au for more info and to find your nearest participating dealership. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.